0: Uh, I assume the countdown happened already and I just missed it. Yes. The countdown happened. (laughs) Um, I wanted to ask you, uh, how was your birthday? Did you get some birthday smacks?
1: I sure did (gasps) get my birthday
0: smacks. Did did Dan scold you for getting a year older? Yep. (laughs) How dare I, right? (laughs) How dare you? I, I think he told you last year that that was unacceptable. (laughs) yep (laughs) and Alex that's right you had visitors so I'm hoping you got extra smacks
1: oh I we played we corrupted some games so yes
0: okay (laughs) so you got even more than the birthday smacks
1: yes I had plenty don't worry about me
0: (laughs) (laughs) I had plenty this weekend too so we'll be sitting uncomfortably today (laughs) yes And I'm Rex, and
1: welcome to episode 47 of Sips and Smacks. Actually 47. The real time.
0: 47. <laughs> yeah. And we have back with us, even though you didn't know she was with us before, <laughs> our good friend Sylvia. Hi, Sylvia. Hello, 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 We had some audio issues on Sylvia's first appearance, so we're, we're just going to have a selective amnesia and pretend like we, we didn't discuss any of this before. <laughs>
1: I don't even need to pretend like I have amnesia. I'm I
0: don't remember <laughs> a
1: lot. Of yeah,
0: I know. We just I feel like life has been so busy. It, it feels like it was a month ago. So it's it does. <laughs> totally good with me. It sure does. It'll be like a brand new conversation. Yep, <laughs> it was all last month ago. That's right. <laughs> yep. <laughs> So, of course, we'll start with what we're sipping, and I know that Sylvia will not disappoint because she's a cocktail lover. And uh, what have you got for us? Aha. Uh-huh. Hmm? This oh. you should remember. Yeah, I remember that ASMR. And what is it? It is called a
2: gimlet. A gin gimlet? Ooh gimlet g-i-m-l-e-t gimlet but made it's made with gin right yes with gin you can do it with vodka but i'm very fond of gin i'm fond of gin as well so
0: yeah gin's better i, like I agree i like a gin gimlet i did once read an article that said that um gin drinkers are sociopaths so there's that all right. <laughs> not sure what that when was when we about. are three yeah exactly so here we are <laughs> The three sociopaths, I guess. <laughs> yep. Deviant <laughs> sociopaths. You know, that's okay. And too. you get to hear the yeah, nice stir over rocks. Yeah, that sounds that. good. Don't forget that. No. And uh, I am drinking, this I do remember what I was drinking last time. Of course, it's also what I was drinking in the last podcast, so it's not very exciting. It's my <laughs> Aperol spritz in a bottle, easily transportable to Studio Daddy. <laughs> and that's what matters that is exactly what matters so it, it was a three pack and this is the last of the three.
1: Oh no but it's okay I have
0: I have some other small beverages in a can that I'm gonna try out next so
1: oh good but this one
0: was already in the fridge chilling ready to go so that's why I picked it makes sense <laughs> and on to you Rex
1: uh I am not alcoholic today <gasps> I have a lemon ginger tea wow I know. Well, I'm I'm PMSing pretty bad so I took some I took some pain meds and you know, you shouldn't mix pain meds and uh yeah, and alcohol. So, you know, taking it easy, doing the
0: sober thing. Okay. Yep. Well, Daddy would like that tea. That's a good drink. <laughs> He's a big tea drinker, so I am now too.
1: <laughs> I probably
0: don't make it acceptable to him, but <laughs> <laughs> he is very picky about it, so probably not. <laughs> All right. Well, that that, means Sylvia cannot uh, scold you for your overuse of of IPAs. (laughs) At least you got a little out of the box.
1: I did. I did (laughs) switch it up just the tiniest bit.
2: (laughs) Baby (laughs) baby (laughs) steps,
1: There are IPAs in my fridge waiting for me when I'm done with my period. (laughs) (laughs)
0: Oh, that's a bummer to have. Well, right. I guess you uh, didn't have your birthday. I mean, you didn't have your period on your birthday weekend. You're just PMS. Yeah, so,
1: okay. no, I know. I'll just be traveling with it. Oh, it's fine. oh that's
0: right. Oh, Yay. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I might be getting mine too. So yeah, that could be. Oh, great. Yikes. Oh, God, the advantages of menopause. <laughs> <laughs> that's so true. <sighs> yep. We're still cursed. Cursed, I tell I you.
1: I wish you could just like turn it off like a like a light switch like okay I want to be pregnant turn this on I don't want to be pregnant yeah. turn this off I know why so couldn't nice. we have been so made convenient. like that I know
0: <laughs> rude
1: life is unfair mm-hmm. <laughs> uh okay so that brings us to our smack so Sylvia since you're our guest what's your favorite smack
2: oh oh <laughs> so many candidates <laughs> 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 oh I'm always torn. I'm half, I'm really torn between team leather and team wood. But, uh, so I got a favorite of both.
0: Okay. We'll take it. Yeah. I got, uh... oh, shoot. Yeah, I remember you talked, (laughs) the one thing I do remember is you talked about your grandfather's razor strop. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. you. The antique, the antique, the antique. Yeah. Uh, Yes. I implement
2: I have one older, older than I am. Nice,
0: and it's still holding up.
2: It is. It is. It is. Uh, it, it's. Oh, oh, the the gold embossed lettering and such is is <laughs> becoming well worn. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Along with your bottom.
2: <laughs> there you go. And they have a. It, it was designed to be used as a. You know, flat. Flat piece, long flat piece of leather, yeah. and with over my years, I acquired it after my uh, grandfather passed on, whew, thirty-five years ago. So it's it's real old, and it's been since then doubled over and used more with me. So it has a permanent crease where it shouldn't. <laughs> wish- so that that's my pride and joy. <laughs> but I made a resolution this year to buy uh, to acquire. Uh, Some implements that were older than I, uh, newer than I am, rather, rather. So um, I also picked up uh, a Miss Rose paddle. Ooh, yes.
1: Oh, yeah. Yeah. uh, At Oasis. Mm -hmm.
2: And uh, I, uh, you know, and and it's a real close match between my, you know, this beautiful piece of wood. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, bird's eye maple. Gorgeous, gorgeous,
0: wonderful heft. Perfect hardwood perfect, perfect, perfect. Her stuff is awesome. so beautiful. And I, I yeah. think I remember that you got the chance to play with her at Oasis as well.
2: Well, Miss Rose, no, I didn't get to play oh, with her directly. Didn't I got to eat dinner with her, though. Oh,
0: okay. Well, her. that's still pretty cool. <laughs> yeah,
2: that is know. so cool. <laughs> that was way cool. So I had
0: to buy another one then. <laughs> <laughs> that's how she gets you. <laughs> yeah.
1: She's too nice.
2: <laughs> that's amazing. Yeah, but the, the, the the sentimental favorite is still I've got a jacari. I've got a jacari from a nineteen sixty French lawn set that nice. I've had since the early eighties. So, like I said, I've got some really shit old implements. You have them from all <laughs> eras.
0: I like that. You've got your like brand new yeah. one, the eighties one, and then the one going way back for your grandfather. So it's like spanking through the years.
2: I know. It's it's a legacy collection. <laughs> <laughs> And
0: we should mention- I like that.
2: <laughs> I think that's what they called my phone when I went to the center the last time. It was legacy wear.
0: <laughs> oh, no. <laughs>
2: you, you think they're in. telling me something? Yeah.
0: <laughs> um, I was going to say we should mention that you, you consider yourself a bottom-leaning switch. Is that correct? hmm Yes. Okay. Are mostly a bottom with switchy twitchy tendencies, as I think you like yeah. to say. Yeah, it's
2: really it's really switchy. meaning um, uh, twitchy. It goes it goes and comes and goes and
0: comes. Yeah. It doesn't stay a lot. Okay. But it, goes <laughs> it passes through a lot. Okay. Well we'll talk we'll talk about that later, but let's start at the beginning. Um Uh-oh. Yeah. So tell Which us Which is correction corner. Oh God. I forgot it last time. <laughs> I know you did. i think you can can pretty much in the correction corner you can pretty much predict that i'll forget it every week
1: uh
0: i didn't have anything i I did want
1: to interrupt you yeah exactly i love it that
0: you love to interrupt me tell me that i didn't do it and then we don't even have any corrections i know wait i feel like there's (laughs) There's nothing to correct there's nothing to correct How can that be? <laughs> it doesn't seem right. I do, I feel like somebody <laughs> on the server was like, Oh, you'll have something for correction corner. But oh no, now I don't remember what it was. Yeah. Well, here's the thing. I feel like it wasn't a correction per se. It was more like, oh, I know what it was. It was about the um Spanko Seeks Spanko episode. And um there was just a conversation on our server where people were talking about how having a big thing in common, like being spankos allowed them to make more compromises on the vanilla things in their relationships. Um, and that they actually found that to be beneficial. Like people sort of tried things that they wouldn't have tried otherwise. Um, so it was more, not so much a correction, but just kind of a, like, a comment (laughs) on, on, um, just how meaningful addition yeah and how uh, you know our dating is a little bit different than vanilla dating which we did say you know that um for us it's a little bit less about weeding out and more about just really honing in because we're already unicorns and being yeah like we said more accepting and not so narrow um and that can actually be (laughs) a gift you know as people were were Um, saying because they they compromised on things that they they didn't think they would and discovered new things. So, that was that was the comment.
1: See, aren't you glad I interrupted yes, you? Yes, exactly, because that's a lovely <laughs> a lovely sentiment.
0: Um <laughs> and I definitely find that to be true of of me and my partner, so. Um okay, now back to Sylvia. Take mm. us back to the beginning. Tell us a little bit. Way back. Way back. Way back before the internet. Definitely back before the internet. Yeah. So tell us a little (laughs) bit about your kink journey. Like, when did you realize that you were kinky or? um, Three. Three. Okay. There you go. And I mean, I'm sure like most of us, obviously, like what you realized is that you were different. Um, Different. You're right. Three, different three by five and a half, almost six, I get, I got the kink down. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and was that just like uh, because you saw it in media, or what was? Yes, the, yeah. it was
2: everywhere. It was on television. It was in advertisement. It was in movies.
0: Yeah, th- those was, were the days. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> the culture. I was awash in startles. Yeah. Yeah. I know. I mean, uh, yeah, unfortunately it was, you know, presented in sort of a non-consensual way, but when we look at it now through a consensual lens, it seems very hot. (laughs) Mm -hmm. So you just have to layer layer that over it.
2: (laughs) It was definitely distracting.
0: Uh, I know you're a fan of Westerns. No, no,
2: no. I had the, I had the experience of being um, in a movie theater with my entire family and a another family that we had gone on vacation to the beach with but it rained so we all went to the movie house instead and real you know movie theatrical first run release it's John Wayne Donovan's Reef Enter the movie he throws uh Elizabeth Allen over his knee sitting on a fountain uh edge of a fountain and wails away at her and it's like ah, ah. Totally frozen. And that's the end of the left. My heart stops. My (laughs) mouth falls open. Can't breathe. And I'm looking up and down. There's like 12 other people on the row with me from the assorted family members. And it's like, I'm the only one here. (laughs) What is going on here? (laughs) So I knew
0: I was different and I knew I was going to be pretty much on my own. And did did you feel shame about it, or and if you did, how did you overcome shame? Didn't, that? Shame didn't come. Shame didn't come
2: till I got to be older. Uh huh.
0: Right till you kind yeah. of realized that your sexuality might be different.
2: Yeah. Well, pff, among other things. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I just, I'm one of those people that kind of doesn't matter what <laughs> what pond you throw us in, it's the wrong one. <laughs> but you you talked about I'm it. I'm
0: swimming upstream. <laughs> so. Uh, <laughs> But you brought it up with partners, right?
2: Oh yeah. Oh oh yeah. All the way from uh teenage romances. Uh I I actually was married quite young. Mm-hmm. And uh we, you know, definitely had incorporated it, had it incorporated into it. It it started out, you know, kind of more erratic component with with the with the boy there. And uh
0: he he enjoyed it though that's good <laughs> had a good hand at it so to speak and I remember you saying that like as opposed to sort of announcing like oh I'm kinky I want you to do this you kind of bratted your way into it
2: <laughs> yeah yeah lots and lots yeah 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 I got the yeah the teenage boys and stuff like i, I it, well, oh, too when I got, uh I probably shouldn't use real words but real names but it's
0: okay hell, you don't Rex, Rex can bleep that
1: I can bleep it <laughs>
0: Call him the man.
2: (laughs) The man, okay.
0: The man, the man in your (laughs) life.
2: That's what he's always been. The boy or the man. Uh, (laughs) I got married fifty years ago. Wow. So it was a long time ago. So it was a galaxy far, far away, and uh, (laughs) he, uh, he knew what was going on when we got into that, and even my uh, teenage boyfriends like. I just didn't hang around with you if I couldn't brat you into it. <laughs> not for very long. I'd go out a couple times with you. It was like, you know, that's what I was after. I was really driven. <laughs> yeah. And at this point, I, you know, I'm not doing the same thing. It's just like, hey, it's all around me. It's like it's my little special something. It's like my gift. It's my special power. And uh... for sure, yeah. yeah. But, I like you know, growing up in the evangelical South, that got, that got kind of smushed over time. The older you got, the more intense it got, the, the worse, the shame, the guilt, the, ugh, all the ick came in. So,
0: yeah. And I know and there was you- a lot of that. There was a whole lot of that. There's still a whole lot of that. So. Oh, sure. Coming from that background. And I know that, you, so I know you're back sort of with your husband, but you had a whole long period of time there where you were. Well, um, I wasn't. When you weren't and you were uh, dating. We
2: divorced. We divorced. We divorced in,
0: uh, well, gosh,
2: it's so long ago now, 1979. Yeah. And then we went off and had our own little lives in our own little world. Uh, he had another family, and I had. Uh, Uh, Three, uh, five years, fabulous years of living as a Bush lesbian, largely in um, Chicago, Toronto, Maui, and a couple other places. But
0: I got around. (laughs) And how did you feel? Like, was it easier being out as a lesbian or being out uh, or bisexual or out as a spanko?
2: It was a whole lot easier coming out as a lesbian.
0: Mm Mm-hmm. I've, um, yeah, the, I've heard yeah, that before. Yeah, I've heard that before too. So I just too, yeah. wanted to <laughs> confirm yeah. to see if your experience was the same as a lot of other people's, yeah, which I well, find so out, fascinating. You
2: know, coming out, uh no, no, it it took it took three full years of therapy, intense therapy, before I would even uh go there. It was like the last secret to unpack. And uh hell, you know, I could tell you every pair of shoes that my therapist owns because I wouldn't even look at her face. <laughs> I think Rex probably feels that.
0: I do. I definitely do. <laughs> so you know, we did all that stuff, and <sighs> yeah. So, but, but you, you, you—it's you, even then throughout your lesbian years, you were still exploring your kink.
2: Oh yeah, oh yeah. <laughs> I, I did not have a single intimate relationship that continued past a very casual stage, unless you expressed some interest. I would introduce it. We talk about it. We do a few things. It, the better you were at it, the longer you tended to stay. So. <laughs> that was the test. Yep. Oh, it was my <laughs> test. It was their test. Right. It was their opportunity. Yeah. I didn't want, you know, I still feel very dishonest. And, and I, I think I told you this, Adelia, when I first met you, you probably don't remember. I babbled so much, but um, the, it felt, it didn't quite feel entirely honest or honorable to always be pulling people in Mm -hmm. You know, and then I get to train them up the way I like it, but it wasn't always, it just didn't completely feel honest. And, uh, I went to my first national party in February because of Adelia. Thank you very much. Um, and it was the, it was the first time that I can honestly say I got to, play with people with full agency it's like everybody knew why they were there what was going on and there was it it was just such a totally freeing kind of experience yeah so no i you know it's one thing to have somebody who's like you know spanko friendly and somebody who's spanko tolerant and somebody who's like what (laughs) (laughs) yeah (laughs) yeah spanko confused but it's it's real different when you've got somebody who's Spanko to Spanko. You got a vocabulary. You've got a. I'm convinced we've got like a different wavelength that our DNA vibrates at. I think when we find each other, it's like <laughs> it's like two magnets <laughs> going
1: together. You
0: know? Yeah, that's very. True. I definitely
1: feel the magnet thing. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Same. Yeah, and yeah, meeting Spankos for the first time just it is that kind of like crazy magical feeling. Like you just feel so connected because you do yep. have this, yeah, you share the same language, the same fantasies, you know, it's, uh, the same touchstones. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Like we talk about how a lot of us have, have had those experiences so young. Um, and it feels refreshing and validating <laughs> that I'm not the only one.
2: <laughs> um, exactly that. Yeah. I abs- I didn't think I was the only one. I absolutely, positively knew I was the only one. Me too, until I
0: found pornography. <laughs> mm-hmm.
2: oh, yeah, and like this is the time before the internet, so that was our choices. Yeah, don't judge me, please. <laughs> oh, we're not judging. Don't. Why oh, am well, not judging? Don't you worry. <laughs> yeah, but 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 oh, <laughs> just because it's apropos of nothing except pornography. Don't judge me, because one of the things I did in 1980 was to wander the streets of San Francisco in the Mission District looking for a theater that was pay- playing um, a movie called Caligula. <laughs> and oh. the guy who used to publish, Bob Guccione, used to publish Pet House magazine, which was pornography. and But it was like this fabulous, real Hollywood movie with all the stuff that we wanted good stuff but it was like alec gilgood and uh, malcolm mcdowell helen mirren is in it just dozens of names real hollywood names but then gucci kind of got after they did their but then he came and kind of added stuff in (laughs) (laughs) lots of lots of really on the lines of and so i went i couldn't see it in my state I was there on a business trip, so I was in the Mission District in 1979, wandered around in the dark trying to find a movie. <laughs> See, apropos of nothing.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I understand. <laughs> um, so you read Jillian's book. And- oh, God. Jillian just Keenan. Just- <laughs> yeah, Jillian Keenan's book. Um And I also read that, and that was uh, pretty life-changing for me. And I'm assuming probably for you, too. (laughs) Now, I don't want to put words in your mouth, Um,
2: (laughs) (laughs) but I'm assuming. There might be better words tonight, I tell you. Um, (laughs) But the... I really... Yeah. You know, there are certain people in the world, when you pass in front of them, you just got to breathe deep. Mm-hmm. And and Jillian's that kind of that kind of it'll, intellect, that kind of wit, that kind of force of nature, uh, the incredible courage, and the marvelous insight, and the wonderful depth of understanding, and the extent of the vocabulary she gave us all—all all rolled up in Shakespeare commentary. My God, the yeah, woman is genius. Brilliant. Yeah, so, yeah. I was yeah,
0: so. Uh, I was just saying uh, yesterday my to my life. partner that like it was because she was so smart that was the reason that I was like it was. Mm-hmm. I could finally accept myself because this like brilliant journalist was the same as me, you know. Yeah.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: So How I, you? I read that. I read that,
2: but I read that because. <laughs> uh, sad. The boy who became the man is is older than me and is much an older man, and he's gone blind. And so um, the purpose of uh, my finding Jillian was, or the reason I found Jillian was because I was so frustrated with so much else in my life. Mm
1: -hmm.
2: I went in some kind of different kind of (laughs) porn (laughs) chain of words and Jillian's YouTube about movies and spanking popped up. And it's like, oh my God. It's everything that I've been holding is my dirty little secret, except it's wholesome and right. And we're laughing and applauding. It's like, this is joy. This is, this is where I gotta be. So I binged on every one of her YouTubes and then I bought the book and I've had trouble reading since a uh, mental fog with COVID a couple years ago, mm-hmm. but I've hers was the first complete book that I had read in, in, in several years. And I, I I tore through it and I joined. That was January 1st because it was New Year's Eve. And January 3rd I got to book. And by the end of January 3rd, I was on KOL. Yep.
0: Wow. And KOL <laughs> is kinking out loud, which is Jillian's surfer, in case anybody's wondering about that. Yep. Um, and good segue, because I, I of course I remember when you joined KOL and boy did you jump in with both feet. <laughs> <laughs> um yeah i think you were at a national party within weeks of that um and then have now february 20th yeah been to several more so like what gave what gave (laughs) you the courage to do that because and like i'm not saying you have to be young to do this at all but like well there's a certain amount of stamina involved (laughs) there is a certain amount of stamina (laughs) but you were just like god damn it no here i go well
2: i mean covid costs us a lot yeah it cost yeah. a lot in, in in people and resources and time and experience, but uh, what it didn't cost me was I honestly have a monthly budget where I have a travel line, and so for three years my travel budget just crude. Yeah, <laughs> so it was like hell yeah, I'm going to Oasis. I have a first class ticket, round class. Gonna have a big old suite. I'm gonna
0: run a scooter. We're gonna have a good time. And I did. That's amazing. And yeah, Yeah. and and I know, you know, you have, you do have some mobility issues and you had a scooter a couple times, you know, I've seen you at Oasis, but that doesn't hold you back either. Um, Or have, I mean, have you found that it has or hasn't? Well, it can. I
2: did get stuck on the ground floor, if you remember, after the thunderstorms and the, and the floods
0: and the the elevators that went out. (laughs) That, that was an issue. But as far as playing, you definitely don't seem to have had an issue. I,
2: I powered through.
0: Mm-hmm. <laughs> what can I tell you? High on adrenaline. You know,
2: that's why, that's why when when Jillian argues as an eight, of course, and it's undeniable. I mean, it's, it's just like, it's built into me. It doesn't matter how much your brain doesn't operate on it. Your body gets coiled and <laughs> receptive and ready, whether you are paying attention to it or not. Yeah. So. Mm-hmm. It just, it's just not a, it's just not an option not to come up with something, to do something.
0: And yeah. And how did you feel when you saw all those Spankos together, you know, so much community? My tribe. I had found my (laughs) tribe. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I just remember like seeing your face through that weekend and you were just glowing, just beaming, you know, you just had a big grin on your face every time I saw you. And there were no drugs involved. No, there were none. <laughs> That's the amazing part.
2: <laughs> we don't even need to so these- uh, oh, love. <laughs> that that filled up a lot, a lot of a lot of my soul. And it uh definitely uh took care of some chinks in the armor. Yeah. And um, I think I got my bums roasted too a couple times. Yeah. So it all worked out for the good. Yeah. <laughs> So, so, yeah. So the next thing I know, the next month I was signed up for one in March. No, no, just a small little weekend party with just a small group of kids in March. And then another one in April and then another
0: one in May. <laughs> it's amazing. You know, I see. <laughs> <And> that <then> some- <laughs> it's time to go back to Oasis. Oh, my God. So here we go. I see sometimes people, you know, I'll see people join KOL who are like in their 30s or 40s and be like, oh, I'm so late to the party. I've missed out, you know. And I'm like, Oh no, you know, it is never too late. And like, I hope I just really see you as an inspiration. Not that you, you know, hadn't had an awareness, you know, in your life and, and you've experienced your kink with partners, but you did find community at a later age and you're having the time of your life. So like, I think that's just really inspirational. Yeah. Uh,
2: Yeah. You bunch of perverts, pretty cool. (laughs) We really are. We're fun. I mean I mean I've I've had, I've had a little bit of everything in my misspent youth. I mean it's like I it was an evangelical Christian choir. I was in the, uh you know uh I was in uh, the hippie hippy dippy gray. Oh, I almost got arrested when they dedicated Billy Graham's freeway to him or parkway. Um Nixon came and we all, you know, threw things.
0: <laughs> Good for you.
2: Yeah. You're a Red Clay Mayday tribe, yes. <laughs> <laughs> so you know, I, I just never have colored in <laughs> inside the lines. It's always been outside the lines, and uh, didn't matter. Yeah, <laughs> you gotta, yeah. you gotta go for it, though. Um, <laughs> in terms of being fulfilled, you, it, there's a unity that comes once you let that stuff go. It wasn't as if I was completely downtrodden. I mean, I no, uh, yeah, I, I, at one point, there were a lot of things going on in my life that I was pretty close to suicidal. That's why I said I started really intensive therapy for a number of years. Um, and I mean intensive. So, um, But I've always been productive, and my job was project-oriented. I moved and lived a lot of places, even though I say I lived in Chicago 25 years. Um, it was most of 25 years because I had apartments
0: <laughs> mm-hmm. all
2: over the place in, in terms of when I was on a project, it was easier to rent me a furnished apartment than it was to keep putting me in and out of hotels. So, <laughs> hey buddy. and we had, I had one in Chicago, one in Cincinnati, one in Lexington, and one in Lebanon, Kentucky, all at one time in 1989. <laughs> wow. So, you know, I got around, like I said, it, it it just doesn't matter. You can be productive. You can be successful. Um, my years in Chicago let me do all sorts of things besides, you know, you know having a ball as a butch lesbian. Um, I had uh, interest in live music production. So I was able to pursue that and, you know, make money and travel and have mm-hmm. girlfriends and.
0: Yeah, but you didn't have and get this, them to beat you up on a regular basis. For it was sure, a lot of fun. you were just missing this one little <laughs> your your community of perverts. Yeah, but
2: it just wasn't <laughs> the same. Like I said, there, there were one or two of the folks that I was involved with over time. We lasted, you know, more than a casual thing. We got into the you know years stage, and uh, they had real promise. They've gone on to do their own thing, even better than me, I think. So they were younger too. What can I tell you? <laughs> <laughs> Robin the crazy. i think when you're younger your brain hasn't ossified yet yeah and it's important that you keep your brain open and keep pouring stuff in uh <laughs> yeah the man That's good advice. That I, the, yeah. the old blind man that i live with likes to say that my uh my mind is so open that my brains fell out <laughs>
1: i love that it's cute
2: <laughs> we, we've, by the way, we've argued, uh, you know, uh, please don't, again, don't judge me. <laughs> we We're not argued, judging you. <laughs> we have argued politics since 1971. <laughs> all the way back to Vietnam and all the way to present day. So, you know, it's it, it doesn't matter. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you can get along to get along. You can't always live with each other, but you can still love each other. Mm -hmm. And, and the fact that I was able to have relationships where I could bring people in and they would stay over a period of years and still stay connected. until you know, we, we actually had a little group of lovers and ex-lovers and whatnot that, and, you know, new lovers of ex-lovers that we had a little small tight group that got to play together in Chicago over the period of the 25 years. So, you know, these things work out. And, Spanko's didn't invent polyamory. We were still doing primary, secondary, tertiary, yeah. and secondary relationships way back in the eighties. So Nice. Yeah. <laughs> There's nothing new under the sun. They say, <laughs> it's just, we go around the sun and we come back and we do the next revolution better.
0: There you go.
1: Yeah. I hope we do it better anyway. <laughs> um, so you mentioned before, like, you had kind of a toppy side. When did yeah. you discover that?
2: Well, like I said, I, I had to be able to engender toppy attitudes in my partners to play over the years. So uh. that part was easy. I know all yeah. <laughs> I know all the words and phrases and the attitudes. So it's, it's, it's not a stretch. It's more, you know, an inclination yeah and you sometimes played? it's worth the effort and sometimes it isn't
0: and have you played as a top so far
2: i have yeah i got i got uh trying to do it responsibly i got a couple people to co-top with me nice because you know and then i i i had a, a first you know few few forays and uh so far uh, nobody's nobody's died nobody's had their eye put out so <laughs> okay good <laughs>
0: Don't want to get I always <laughs> complain, so I think I'm okay. Definitely want to stay but away from the eyes. I'm much,
2: much more accomplished as a bottom. Much more accomplished as a bottom.
0: Yeah, and obviously, people should always do what they're comfortable with. But but that's cool that you're exploring that other side too, because I think that's
2: well, it pops out. It just does. <laughs> I don't know if it's because I'm getting old enough to say you should know better, young lady. <laughs> <laughs> and that's it. a
1: good line, yeah. That's a good line. I was gonna
2: hear it, you know. It's like, oh my god, where did that come from?
0: <laughs> um and so yeah, speaking of young ladies, uh, um if you could travel back in time to meet your younger self, what what would you tell her?
2: No. Let's see if I can right. condense it. I remember. Go for it. That's go for it. Good, and you are not alone.
0: Yeah, yeah, that's a good one. It is. I definitely fantasize about going back and telling my younger self that. Yeah, I mean, I, I won't, I won't, you know, kid
2: you. There were some awful days. that, Yeah, I, we would have all on certain days taken a pill and said, "Take this away. I can't, I can't do this anymore." Yeah, but not in, not in the long term. Not in the sum total. Uh. Uh-uh. Yeah, I'm going to die with this smile on my face.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I think, you know, um, I was talking about this yesterday on the Zoom. I was actually on with Sylvia because we went to we went to KOL Book Club. Um, But we were talking about basically that, you know, how there were times in our lives where we would have wanted to get rid of this. But once you accept it and embrace it, then it becomes like the thing you would never want to get rid of. Cause we're out here having mm-hmm. fun. Right. Yeah. It, it's yeah,
1: not,
0: it's not just fun. It's play,
2: but it's not just fun. Yeah. It's, it's the most intense, intimate, vulnerable kind of play that exists. And i um,
0: I want it. Yeah. <laughs> a <laughs> lot. That's a good, often. that is a good distinction because it's true. I, I I was saying that too. I was like, my relationship is based on this and it's, not just because it's fun. It's because it is. It's a more intense intimacy than I've ever experienced.
2: God, yes. I mean, do you remember the first person that you, quote, unquote, lost your virginity to or the first person who actually paddled you, you know? Yeah. I mean, I,
0: rem- yeah. I remember both. <laughs> but, yeah.
2: yeah. <laughs> but who do you remember most fond? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. I mean... And, and that's not true. I mean, I I, I obviously have had sex several times <laughs> <laughs> in, in the uh, long gone centuries, but um, it's not like everybody is sexual with it, but it's, there's no denying that there is something sexual about it. Yeah. And it's very and intimate. Intimate mm-hmm. is the best, is even better than sexual. Yeah. Yep. And yeah, intimate. They get next to your brain and
0: get right there with you. I like that. Yeah. It's like everything. It's your brain, your heart, your libido. (laughs) Mm. Yep. Well, your brain, (laughs) I do believe
2: your brain is the most important sexual organ in the body. There you go.
1: Yeah.
0: That's a good point.
2: And you can use it for good or evil.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Very true. But. Um, and what's uh, what's up next on your Spanco calendar, Sylvia?
2: <laughs> oh God! <laughs> Two weeks. Two weeks. Can that be? Okay. Uh seven twenty. Three weeks. Three weeks. I'm headed to um, Mexico. Nice. Oh, fun! Should be fun. Love it. I'm looking forward to it. Yeah. I hope I make it. <laughs> Just got to get there. So yep. I to Mexico. <laughs> the flights were quite interesting yeah oh the airport Uh-oh. was a horror <laughs> so i can't wait but this time it's only like one airport that you just haul
0: out of so i think i'll make it
2: <laughs> well
0: good well good yeah luck. i was gonna say good luck with that we definitely will yep. we'll want to hear about your exploits afterwards for sure for
1: sure yeah
0: uh i'll send you pictures yeah yeah <laughs>
1: excellent please do our dms are
2: open <laughs> yes i told uh i told the uh, i told you guys yeah i told you about about humpback whales and their their tail fins all having individual markings didn't i i
0: don't think yes uh, you did i don't remember this
1: yep You're i talked about
2: <laughs> how how we can identify each other by the oh by our- you know, the stripes on our backside <laughs>
0: yeah or i mean with a lot of people that you know i've met through this community i probably know their backside better than their face know <laughs> yeah. it anywhere absolutely know it anywhere yeah exactly like wait is that really you turn around let me see yeah <laughs> all right well that i believe brings us to our time but we've loved having no. you, Sylvia. No, yes, I haven't finished you. my
2: sip. Oh, oh no. <laughs>
0: you made me talk too much. That, that's, oh.
2: that. that's a, a spanking Yeah. That's a Oh
0: no, experience, young lady.
2: Oh, there's that tuppy. Uh-oh. Right, uh-oh.
0: uh-oh. <laughs> now I'm worried about the next time <laughs> I see Sylvia.
2: <laughs> Keep them guessing, Derry. Keep, yeah. Keep them guessing, darling.
0: Keep them guessing. <laughs> So uh, let's see, what else do we have to say here? Um, uh, As always, you can reach out to us uh, with any questions, comments, or concerns at sipsandsmacks at gmail.com or on Instagram at sipsandsmacks.
1: And we have a Patreon if you want to join that. Uh, it's Sips and Smacks, and we have a Fat Life, also Sips and Smacks. Although I don't know how to use Fat Life, so I'm still figuring things out. But we have one friend. Yay! Thank you, friend. <laughs> thank you, friend.
0: <laughs> and until next time, <laughs> behave yourselves. Oh, you
1: oh no! <laughs> we'll try to. But so a
0: lot <laughs>